This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 179 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. This is Glenn Geek from Lexington, Kentucky. Well, we have uh, we are continuing our veterinary week this week, and we're continuing it with a guest we have regularly on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. This guest appeared on episode number 82, and we're giving you some of the tips he gave us during that show. Dr. Parrott received his DVM from Tufts University School of Veterinary Medicine in 1987. Since graduating from veterinary school, he has been an equine practitioner on Boston's North Shore, and in 1991, he founded Parrott Equine Associates. Uh, Dr. Bryan's professional interest includes sports medicine, lameness, podiatry, reproduction, and dentistry. A native of Rockport, Massachusetts, he grew up riding and caring for horses, and he enjoys polo and fox hunting in his free time. He's a big, uh, big polo player and a big fox hunter. So uh, we uh, had the pleasure of having Dr. Parrott on several times with the Stable Scoop Radio Show, and as I said, he appeared. Uh, this particular tip appeared in on episode number eighty-two. So if you'd like to listen to that whole show. Go to StableScoop.com, episode number 82. Well, let's talk a little bit about another company that helps keep your horses healthy, and that's Kentucky Performance Products. And then we'll be back with Dr. Parrott talking about spring grasses. At Kentucky Performance Products, quality assurance is a key ingredient found in every product they sell. Each supplement is manufactured to exacting standards and certified facilities. Their ingredients are sourced from highly reputable suppliers, and their formulas are fixed to ensure consistency in each bucket. So what does the promise of quality assurance mean to you and your horse? It means you can trust that when you purchase a supplement for Kentucky Performance Products, you will see the results that you expect and the quality that you can count on. They guarantee it. Kentucky Performance Products, helping you... Keep your horses healthy, sound, and competitive. Visit them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. Let's say you board your horse in a barn and, and the barn manager says, okay, it's springtime. Grass is coming in, especially in an area where the grass has been dead all year long. And they say, don't turn your horse out on spring grass all day long. Um, and you kind of, you you hear that you heed that advice you follow it um, is with spring coming what do horse owners really need to keep in mind about their horse's nutritional needs as the spring grass comes in as it gets green and and how much they can or cannot graze on that uh, that's an excellent question and it's 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 uh, a very difficult thing to deal with because um, of course the grass turns green at different rates depending upon temperature and moisture in a given area. So I think that anybody who's been around horses has recognized that they're very sensitive to, inge- uh, or large animals for that matter, any herbivores that are ingesting um, um, a lot of new food. And this uh, certainly the onset of new green grass is a new food. It's something that they haven't been subject to all winter. They're not used to it. And um, with the new grass comes um, a new flood of nutrients into that uh, into that growing um, plant, 
and uh, there's a lot of sugar and there's a lot of different um, uh, constituents that make it up and some animals are very sensitive to those so horses cows um, most of the herbivores if they get too much of a good thing they're going to get sick if they're not used to it and um, so the best most important take home for any horse owner is to be aware that starting now, mostly across the United States, it's becoming spring, except for a few northern regions, and they don't need to worry about this for another four weeks. But after four weeks from now, um, we're looking at spring in most parts of the United States. And um, so the grass is uh, coming in. It's usually fairly moist. Uh, it's growing relatively rapidly. There's a lot of new sugar and nutrients flooding into the plant and those horses are uh, then, uh, those that are pastured in a large area are able to consume essentially what they want. And uh, some horses eat more than others, so that has a factor. Those horses that are uh, voluminous eaters um, um, and you are in a fairly rich um, earth area where grass grows uh, very richly, soil type is uh, supportive and nutritive, those horses are going to be subject to the most nutrients and the most sugars, and uh, they could get colic and laminitis second, secondary to overeating in a given day. So one day it was cold and seemed to be fine, and then you had a couple of rains and the warm weather came in, and within one or two days that grass can grow so much that the horse can get um, uh, essentially overeat something he's not used to. And uh, that's the that's the whole scenario. So you have to be aware of that even through even into the middle part of the summer. Occasionally, the weather cools down a little bit. The grass starts to grow a little faster because the temperature range for the grass is ideal. And if there's enough moisture, you'll even get a lush grass growth in the middle of a hot summer, or even in the fall. So spring and fall being the biggest worries about grass growth how fast it is, how healthy it is. Um, those those so, are the time factors. It's not necessarily that they, it's not that they can't have it, but you have to limit how much you they have can have of it. Yeah. And okay. it's on a per, uh, it's on an individual basis. There's no formula to say, you know, uh, bec- uh, that uh, half an hour on, gra- on new green grass is all you need to do. And you need to incrementally increase it. Ideally, that's what you do. You pick a plan with your veterinarian uh, because of the area that you're in, and they're aware of what's going on. They're thinking about this stuff all the time. Okay. Are, I am. And so if one of my clients locally says, you know, hey, Brian, can I turn my horses out on a big pasture? You know, it's, it's um, right now I'll say it's time to limit um, your cushionoid horse or your horse that had founder before because he seems to be sensitive to things and can founder. And the other horses, just be aware that if they, um, uh, that some horses tolerate that and can jump into a field that's growing lushly without any problem, but they're definitely at higher risk. Um, so those horses that are at high risk that you identify as old, cushionoid, um, insulin-resistant type, um, have had a case of laminitis in the past, those are the ones that you really need to identify. And What about uh, ponies and minis? Yeah. Are they also they're, high they're, risk? Well, they, there are ponies, wild horses, um, uh, miniatures that seem to be more sensitive, more, more subject to that. And it's um, probably a genetic base, um, uh, the ones that have a tendency to become fat more easily. But there's so many factors that can play into that. Uh, the answers are yes, those are the types that you want to be more careful with. 
and um, certainly ponies uh, can overeat. There is um, um no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, horse, horses really, you know, evolutionarily, you know, they they they, they evolved to be able to eat a bunch of duff, different stuff. They're grazers primarily, but they'll graze over large ranges just to get enough nutrients to survive. And, you know, since modern day, uh, we've been able to fertilize our pastures and fields. And, you know, you just get this beautiful, and we're able to develop grasses that, you know, grow fast and nutrient. And we've created our own problems with that because the horse, the horse is a horse they're they, they're supposed to be going miles and miles to get all their food and they don't have to in a lot of our places up in the northeast so the soil is so thick and rich and we've been fertilizing it for years you know a small you know a half an acre can um, can support a horse for quite a while that's how you pay for the uss dr parrot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it in a nutshell. And so I identify the horses and then work with a veterinarian to put them on a, um, uh, a schedule. And just be aware that if you think it's a really nice day for growing, you're seeing that that gra- grass has grown, you know, a half an inch to an inch in a day, then uh, you know it's growing awfully quickly. Your horses are going to be subject to eating all of that. And, okay. um, and, and that's what you don't want. Well, thanks again to Dr. Parrott, and as I said, you can go to horsetipdaily.com and find all of his tips there that he's done in the past, or go to stablescoop.com and check out number episode number 82 for the complete show. We did a whole hour-long show. Uh, various uh, people asked questions from Facebook, and our listeners wrote in to us, and we put those questions to Dr. Parrott as well. And don't forget, you can send me an email by doing that at glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com. And don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the network. Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert, actually in this case, another new veterinarian, and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>